Hello and welcome back to the Three Pillars Podcast. I'm your host, Chase Tobin, a.k.a. Tobinator the Motivator, and this is episode 52, Freedom and Liberty. Guys, we did it. Episode 52, it's here. I told you guys I'd try to give you one year's worth of content. Here it is, and it's fullness and it's glory. I think this is going to be a good episode um, on freedom and liberty and what all that means uh, as it applies in the world today. Uh, guys, if you're new to the podcast and you've missed the last 52 episodes, I hope yeah, you jump back in and then catch up. Uh, whether you're watching on YouTube or Rumble, uh, please give us a like, a subscribe, and let me know how you're doing down in the comments. Uh, if you're listening to this on Apple or Spotify, Amazon, Anchor, you name it, I would love to have you there as well. Just if you would, please leave a rating review and share this as you see fit. Um, and we'll just keep trucking along. This has been fantastic. Um Man, 52, it was was the goal initially for the podcast. I'm going to keep going. There's no reason to stop. Uh, This is fun to do every week and just give you guys a little piece of, you know, advice, something we can talk about and really uh, embody what this podcast does uh, using the three pillars of fitness, spiritual, mental, and physical to grow closer uh, on our walk with the Lord and be better human beings. So all that being said, what is freedom and liberty? We're going to get into that here in just a minute. Uh, As always, we're going to start with a quick word of prayer, and then we're going to dive right into it. So, Heavenly Father, thank you for being our guiding light. Thank you for giving us all these blessings every day, waking us up with purpose, and really uh, showing us what it means to be uh, free in you, Lord, and giving us these liberties we have each and every single day. Lord, I ask that you use me, give me the words to say, let people tuning in, give them the eyes to see, ears to hear, and the hearts to receive this, uh, this message today. Again, that we can all use it on our walk and grow closer to you. Because that's what it's all about, Lord. Lord, I ask this in your most heavenly name. Amen. So freedom and liberty. What, is, what does all this mean? I'm going <clears> to <throat> gonna switch it up a little bit on you guys. And really, it's going to be more about morality. And how you can can act justly and have and make decisions and stand for liberty uh, and, and morality more so than freedom. So we talk about freedom a lot in this country, uh, in America, but I I don't think I know that people take that and they use it to do whatever that they whatever they want to. When really we should be screaming liberty. Patrick Henry screamed, "Give me liberty or give me death, not give me freedom or give me death." There's a difference. The founding fathers had a sense of morality about them and and when they were writing the constitution and getting us ready for this great country and in order for us to preserve it i believe as ben franklin said it's it's your republic to keep it if you can basically is what he said Uh, so it's fallen into ruin it's fallen into degeneracy debauchery and people have really taken this whole freedom thing to another level because they think they can just do whatever they want to i saw a meme not that long ago it's going to be hard for me to, to show it on here because the, the camera slipped, I think. But I'm going to whip it up real quick, see if you can see this guy. Uh, you may or may not be able to see this meme. Uh, so here it is. I'll let you look at it for a second. And for you guys listening, watching on the you know the podcast channels without any video, I'm not good enough to put an, uh, an edit behind me, right? It's this guy uh, in a chair. It's kind of think of the movie Wally. Everybody's hooked up to their to their their TVs, right? Uh, this guy got a VR glasses. He's got Harry Potter movies and porn. He's got wine IV dripped into his 
uh, one arm, he's got heroin, uh, you know, IV dripped into another one, and, you know, I'm not going to even go into what he's got on his crotch, but there's two people on the side. There's one guy, he's kind of like, man, this is kind of weird, and so he's freaking out going, oh, man, please, just, just let people enjoy their lives. They're not hurting anybody, blah, 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 blah. And that's a very libertarian thing to say. Um, libertarian party is pretty, pretty, let's see, how do I put this delicately? The libertarian party, and I'm, I'm have a lot of libertarian values, more conservative um, than, than a full-on libertarian. Um, libertarians are 100% constitutional, but 0% Judeo-Christian morality, the way I um, – <laughs> the way I interpret their meaning. Unless, as long as people, you know, are, are hurting anybody, they can do whatever they want to, right? And, you know, if somebody wants to just smoke pot, if somebody wants to, you know, watch pornography, if somebody wants to solicit a sex worker, if somebody wants to gamble or, or drink themselves into stupors all the time, as long as they're not hurting anybody, um, we're supposed to just, hey, that's your freedom. You can do that. That's your, that's your, that's your, your liberty. Um, I have a problem with that. A big problem with that because that's all of those things show a lack of accountability. They show a lack of morality. And it's fine for you to, to call out things and say, yo, that's not good. I don't care that it's a victimless crime or you're not hurting anybody. You're hurting yourself. You're not being as productive as you could be because you're in these self-destructive behaviors. I'm not a perfect person. I drink from time to time. I've done my share of drugs in the past. I don't do that stuff anymore. You can call the stuff out. You know, you can say to, to each their own. It's this peak individualism that we have going on. Um, but you can call out bad behavior. You can call out evil when things are happening, uh, even if it doesn't concern you per se. If somebody is on a self-destructive path, why wouldn't you say, hey, man, what are you doing? You can check people. That's your. That's our job as men. Ladies, too, if somebody's on some self-destructive behavior, you're, it, and this isn't just for ladies, but guys, too, but if you're sleeping around, if you're into uh, illicit substances, if you've got a gambling problem, if you're always at the electronic gambling machine, you know, um, there, there's a lot of things out there that could be considered victimless and just let, let people be. But if you just let enough people be to the point where everybody's just doing whatever they want to all the time and not actually being productive, you have a whole a society like remember in, in Wally, remember the movie Wally? They were all just tied to their chairs, not doing anything, and the, and the machine just ran around all over the place. They weren't contributing, and society eventually crumbles. There's a study, JD Unwin. He studied 5,000 civilizations of the course of about, I think, I'm sorry, 80 civilizations of the course of 5,000 years, something to that effect. And the civilizations that all died out, died out because people did whatever they wanted to. They fell into sexual immorality, degeneracy, alcohol, parties, orgies, things like that. And society crumbled. All these society, the societies that he studied, the ones that thrived were the ones where men were providers. They took care of business. They checked each other. They had morals. Think about the, the peak of uh, great civilizations throughout the world. It's when they were – everybody's working hard. Everybody had morals. Everybody was generally building greatness. And then when it gets to the point where you know everybody's just having such a good time and everything's so great, it starts to crumble because you don't – you got people who aren't – 
aren't working towards that greatness anymore and becoming even greater than they, they could be. The whole cycle of, you know, hard, hard times create, you know, hard men, you know, hard men create good times, good times create weak men, weak men create hard times and the cycle goes through like that, right? Well, you can break the cycle and yes, there are hard times can create hard men. Hard men can continue to be hard men and continue to build good times. And when good times happen, you can still be a hard man in good times and produce hard men in good times and produce even better times. But in order to do that, you have to instill that ethic and that morality and you have to keep people in check when they start going off the path a little bit. Because if you just let everybody just uh, swim in their own vices and, their, and leave them to their own devices, if you just let them sit in that cesspool that they've created, they're going to drown, sink, and just, it's not going to be pretty for anybody. There are divine principles that govern and guide the gears of the world. That's what this whole podcast is about. God is in control of everything. He gives you that free will. He gives you that freedom. He does. He gives you the freedom. You can go do whatever you want to, but there are consequences for the freedom. There's consequences for relinquishing your liberties that you have every day. There's consequences if you don't check people who are falling into debauchery. If if you're a hard man in good times and you don't call out the weak men who are creating the hard, that are creating the hard times, then you're you're just as guilty. A um, couple questions you can ask yourself. If I can get it to pull up here, hold on. You know, everybody says, well, who are you to judge uh, what other people are doing? And a lot of people's, uh, it's always when somebody's obviously acting inappropriately or improperly. Who are you to to judge when you you call somebody out? Well, (laughs) how do you answer that question? If you've been there, done that, got the jacket, you can say, well, well, I've been there, done that, got the jacket. I can tell you that you're on a self-destructive path. If you haven't been down there, you can say, hey, everybody's known somebody who's gone down some kind of self-destructive path and behavior, and you can call them out on that and say, who am I to judge? I'm not judging. I'm trying to help you. I'm trying to tell you that you're you're wrong and you need to hear that. You know, some people will say, well, I don't, I don't, I don't, you know, I don't make the rules. I don't make the rules. You know, I just, I'm just, you know. That they can just they can do what they want to. That don't work either. You're gonna you know enable the path to anarchy and chaos. If you I don't make the rules, you know what the rules are. You literally you've got enough common sense to notice when somebody's lifestyle is changing to the point where they are becoming destructive. Every single one of us knows what's right and what's wrong. You know it. If you're doing something. Here, and I guess it's kind of to wrap it up, here's the general rule of thumb, right? If you're doing something, even if it's victimless, harmless, behind closed doors, that you wouldn't want your grandmother knowing about or your mom to know about, it's probably something you shouldn't be doing. It's probably something you shouldn't be doing. You know, you want your grandma knowing you're you're shooting up heroin in a, in a in a in a dark room? No, nobody. These things that are quote unquote victimless, they do have second and third order effects. 
because you're neglecting somebody somewhere or something, some responsibility somewhere when you let yourself fall into these vices. Yes, you have the freedom to do these things. This is America. But at what cost? When you start, when you, <laughs> we've seen it. Once you start exercising these freedoms to the point where it gets to be dangerous, that eventually there are crimes and things committed, then guess what? The government expands and they start taking away our liberties. We've seen it even in our lifetime. I'm not going to get too far into that. You can, you can take that how you will. But our freedoms and our liberties, our liberty especially, people say, you know, like I said at the beginning, Patrick Henry said, give me liberty or give me death. My liberty to do the things I know are right, to exercise my rights given to me by the Constitution, to practice whatever religion I want to, to raise my kids how I want to, to uh, work where I need to, to live where I want to, uh, to not have the government in my my ear nonstop tell me what I can and cannot do. The reason that the government does that is because a you give away some of your liberties and you uh, and you're you've freely given away some of your liberties and they're not going to give it back. Read a history book. We have to start becoming more reliant on ourselves first on God. But then on, then on the tools and direction and guidance he gives us to be more self-sufficient, to shrink the government. There are, there are needs for government. I, I, I do believe that, that there needs to be some order, some system of, of governance. But really, if everybody did what they were supposed to do and act with a sense of morality and didn't just go and do these these horrific things that you see on the news and everything like that, we wouldn't really need that much government. Because again, most people know what's right and what's wrong. You know it's too big when you have to have a realtor to buy a house. It means the real the real estate laws are too much. You know it's crazy when you have to have have <laughs> when you're doing your taxes and you have to go through millions and millions of forms to get uh, your your own money back. Right? You know the legal system is kind of wonky when you've got to have a lawyer represent you in court because the laws are so ridiculous and they're going to get in. Really, the only reason you get a lawyer is to get you out of something, right? Because they know loopholes. And that's <laughs> so there's a lot that's going on in the world and a lot of liberties we've given up because we've been either distracted or we've been pushed in that direction. And that's the truth is we, we have been distracted. We have been pushed in, this, in a direction, but the pendulum always swings back and we can have more liberty if we will Put the Lord first, have morality, call out evil when you see it. You know, most people are so non-confrontational. If, if something's going on in their own community or in their own family, they won't say anything about it. Even if it's something something as simple as, hey, man, you know, very tactfully, very politely, but like, maybe you should hit the gym a little bit more. Maybe you shouldn't eat, like, trash. I can help you do that. You know why you're sick all the time? Because you like trash and you don't get fresh air and you don't exercise. <laughs> like little things like that. And then it goes in, you can move it into these other things. It's something that's super, super self-destructive. You've got to have an intervention. <clears throat> so to wrap up again, the freedoms we have in this country, it's really your liberty that you have. But that is liberty is based in morality. There is good versus evil, and it's our job as warriors for the Lord to call out evil, to reveal it, to shine the light on it, and drive it out. 
to remove the darkness in the world. That's our goal. And you can do that if you will give yourself to the Lord and if you will follow his direction. I know it may not make you the most popular person. That's not what this is about. Eventually, somebody's going to thank you. Somebody will eventually thank you for, man, remember that time when you called me out on my, on my nonsense while I turned my life around? Can you tell me more about Jesus? Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. That is what it's about. You have to call out the evil. There's no such thing as a victimless crime. Legally, sure. Morally, no. We, as image bearers of the Lord, cannot allow others to fall into self-destruction. We, 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 can, we can help people. We really can. All it takes is just a little bit of action. Episode 52, guys. One, one year's worth of content. Um, I appreciate you all very, very much from the bottom of my heart uh, for encouragement, for content. Uh, a lot of you guys have submitted uh, things to talk about. Uh, if you want anything more, season two starts next week. <laughs> I'm going to start season two uh, and try to go another year. That's the thing. We'll, go, we'll take this year at a time, week, week by week, year, uh, year by year, until we really get a lot of traction. You know, they say podcasts take over a year to get some some traction. We've got we've got some. I think over the course of this year, we're about 1,800 total downloads or views for uh, just the audio platforms. It's probably been uh, something the equivalent of that on the video platforms. So thank you for that. Please, if you like the content of this, share it. If you want to be on the show, let me know. We'll try to find time to do it. I know I've been talking about interviews. I've done two. I'd like to do more. It's just my work schedule has been crazy, but uh, crazy in a good way because I've been busy. Um, but really just want to make sure uh, the, the the message gets out there. And I can't do that uh, without you guys. So I appreciate that um, <laughs> and, and, until my, my, my internet ban is, is off <laughs> on Facebook and Instagram. Nobody sees my stuff anymore. Um, but that's where you guys come in. If you want to, if you like what's going on, please again, share it. Um, and we'll keep trucking along, right? We're going to end with a quick word of prayer as always, and then take you guys into a phenomenal weekend. Here we go. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you again for the blessings that you give us each and every day. Thank you for this opportunity over the past year to grow closer to you and bring others closer to you on our walk, spiritually, mentally, and physically with you, Lord. Thank you for carrying us through the hard times. Thank you for walking with us in the good times. Thank you for being our guide, being our, our path in the darkness. And thank you for driving the darkness out of our lives, Lord. Thank you for breaking us free of these self-destructive behaviors. Thank you for giving us the tools to break others free of these self-destructive behaviors. Lord, we thank you so much for being there for us. Lord, I ask that you bless anybody tuning into this. Bless them with abundance that they can pour into others just like you pour into us each and every day, Lord. Lord, I ask this in your holy name. Amen. So. Go out there, be free, exercise your liberty, but do it all for the glory of the Lord. That's all we can ask for. Guys, here's to another 52, hurrah. Tobin in here.